and thank you for tuning in to the Friday pod of Born to Be a Star. Thank you for tuning in. Um, fuck, where is the remote? It's Friday, and it's another opportunity for us to recognize our star power. It's another opportunity for us to say, yes, I can, to look in the mirror and say, yes, I did this, yes, I can accomplish this, and yes, I can be this. Life is an opportunity for us to become a star and use our radiation to enlighten the world and each other. We should really be looking for ways to brighten up the darkness because we can be sarcastic. We can have these all these emotions. We can say all these things. But at the end of the day, if you're taking the time to be that person, then you're taking the time to light up the world. And we can do that together. That's the entire point of being a star, right? To illuminate your light. So let's do it together. Anyways, I hope you know your star wherever you are. Today is Friday and we have a lot to get into. So let's not stop that process and let's start talking about what we love to talk about. No media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. Say that to us, say that to us anyway. So today I want to talk about the fact that media platforms are trying to use propaganda to entice children. I mean, they're doing it on Nickelodeon. Um, they're doing it everywhere. Even CNN, just all these crappy ass news stations are trying to attack children teenagers people under the age of 18 and it's ridiculous like do you actually understand what democracy is democracy can't just be one side of something it has to be multiple sides multiple opinions and and multiple thoughts if it's not that that's not democracy democracy is freedom so i know we all want to think we found democracy in the united states and while we do have some freedoms we don't have other freedoms because the politicians are living off of our tax dollars That should be a problem in this country. I'd like to think that January 6th happened because people were tired of listening to these politicians not do anything. They should more so be concerned about the fact that a lot of people are seeing who they are. The media is not doing their job. Journalists aren't giving any actual literal feed. They're using disinformation. They are lying to Americans. They're spending countless tax dollars, all this money on shit that doesn't matter. And and no one's being held responsible for any of that. Biden is going to spend, what, $100 million on what? There's just all these questions. Nothing's being fixed. The stock market is bloody red. And the housing market is a nightmare beyond a nightmare. And... People aren't going to college anymore. People are making decisions like, why am I going to get in debt for this? Who's buying an electric car right now? Not a lot of people. Like, there's real problems here. And what's the solution to these problems? I wish we knew, right? But we don't know. And it's questionable that we're in a predicament where we don't know what the answers to these questions are. And we don't know what's going to be next. The representation of the United States is a man that's losing his memory. And the representation of the United States is fake people that don't have any actual bearings into anything real. They're getting money for doing nothing. You have to look at the dented up roads. You have to look at the communities that haven't been fixed. You have to look at all these things in honesty. 
You have to look at how they utilize race, how they open the doors for January 6th willingly. So the outcome of it can't be them acting like it's such a big deal, like the United States almost got overturned. The United States did get overturned. If there's a constitution that we're supposed to be following, I'm sorry, Roe v. versus Ray doesn't fit into that. That's not democracy. If there's a constitution that we're supposed to be solving, I'm sorry, you just can't create, do you want to give away taxes and you want to give stimulus checks to people that don't pay taxes? That's not working. You can't say you want to create new uh, schooling for preschoolers and there's already care for kids and a bunch of other programs. I'm sorry, if you want your children to be in a early childhood education program like a Goddard or anything like that, then you're going to have to pay for it. It's not free. What are we talking about? It's called a daycare. Or it's called early childhood. There's programs for, for different type of learning for children. Some of it you have to pay for it and it's private. Like the idea that you're going to get all these benefits for free is ridiculous. I don't want to lie about it. And I'm very shocked that these people are lying about it. It's just bewildering. No one's being held responsible here. When these news people lie, like Cuomo lying about his brother who's killing people and he still hasn't been held responsible. Now they're looking at him like he's a freak of nature because he was trying to assault women and he's not in jail. What about all the other politicians that rob the states they represent? What about Nancy Pelosi? The state she represents has a high crime weight. There's no money. It's pillaging. It's dying. That's the state she represents. These Republicans, whatever they're doing with the Roe v. Raid thing, the Democrats, the way they're reacting about it is so pathetic. It's all propaganda. There's propaganda everywhere and big pharma. And it's just sucking at your brain and your blood, bro. They're trying to eat you. That's what we're watching. It's never ending. And I don't know about you, but I'm tired of the idea that some people can't have different opinions than others. It's just totally insane. At the end of the day, the hypocrisy is insanity and, and the unwillingness to understand who these people are. They're the problem and they are the virus. The virus is not adapting to reality. The cost of living is ridiculous. I'm sorry. Inflation is is not regular inflation. It's at a 10.0 or something higher than that. This shit is getting crazy. Stop acting like you're going to have everyone in an electric car by 2030. Stop acting like you're going to do all these amazing things that you haven't done yet. I told you about the fact that the army is okay with spending $1.4 trillion on something that they're going to discontinue now. Do you see the problem here? What are we doing? Because you don't have to be that bright or smart or sophisticated to be in the army or be a police officer. In fact, the people that typically go for that are uneducated and they're not that bright. I'm just going to say it. Sorry if you're having any sort of feeling. I respect officers. I respect uh, people that are in the army and thank you for all your hard work and we wouldn't be free if you weren't doing your job but typically the requirements for doing that there aren't any if you can run fast and dig your way through a tire or something like that then you can figure it out there's different levels of the army and you have to pass certain tests and you have to keep up with the requirements and you have to keep up a certain weight and you have to do things like that sure but there's shitty cops, there's shitty people in the army, there's a lot of things going on there, and no one talks about that part of it. 
All anyone wants to talk about is veterans, veterans, veterans. What about the fact that they're spending money on ridiculous shit? What about that? Then we talk about Christians. Why don't churches pay taxes? Is it not a business? How's this work? They get to not pay taxes and then claim all the money. It's just a pot of crap. Now, I'm not saying I don't love God. I'm not saying Jesus doesn't exist. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be involved with a church. But do you understand what I'm saying? They're not paying taxes. They're going after children. It's just a mob hit. Like, I'm paying taxes. You're paying taxes. Small business owners are paying taxes. They have to get a TIN. They have to do all this stuff to start up their business. You're telling me that the rest of this doesn't equate to that? Seriously? It's just ridiculous on so many levels. Just no one's being held responsible here, and it's upsetting. Anyways, I don't think there's an end here. I think the Democratic Party is done. They're going to be getting a lot of surprises, and I know that uh, these Democratic-led thought bubbles that exist where they like to pretend reality and fake out like no one's aware of what they're doing is trying to pretend like they're okay and they're going to keep their lead and keep their jobs but i think they're in a lot of trouble at some point aoc is just going to be done at some point no one's going to care about anything that the progressives have to say at this point no one actually cares about anything they say didn't nina turner lose the primary again like you understand what i'm saying right these are progressives And no one is listening to them. And these are Democrats. And for the most part, no one's listening to them either. I I mean, they want to keep talking about this Roe v. Wade thing. And if you look at the actual legislation for Roe v. Wade, I'm surprised it already hasn't been condemned for what it is. A life's a life's a life. I'm not saying I'm pro-life. I'm not saying... I agree or disagree with abortions, but I am saying, did you think that was going to last forever? You could just fuck whoever you want, have all the sex in the world and not be held responsible or reliable. And then if you do something wrong, oh, I can just get an abortion. You're going to kill a life. At six weeks, you're going to abort a child. Why? And I don't really care about that. Just like I don't really want to get caught up in the Christianity thing that the Republicans use either. It's just... It's just, it's a fake realization of something that's not there. And they do it all the time. But that's their base, man. Let's not be rude. That's their base. The base for the Democrats is LGBTQ and is gay. And now they're about Black Lives Matter. But they really weren't about Black Lives Matter. Because if they were about Black Lives Matter, they would figure out something to do with the police that work for them. So they don't just kill black people or minorities. And I'm not saying that Black Lives Matter isn't a big thing but the black lives matter creators are lesbians that brought houses i mean i mean and they want to act like it's crime like they're they're trying to do something but they're just like everybody else it's all about money and power next nancy pelosi putting on some kunte kente cloth trying to act like she understands all these things it's all a combination of shit upon shit upon shit the end of the day they don't care about us 
and without us they can't win so it's kind of funny let them continue to act stupid like this because they don't have a shot in hell of doing anything moving on to the next part of our conversation the love of reading me and my mom started a book club together and we really do love reading together and it's so amazing uh i personally love mysteries and i think she does too um i have a couple of my favorite authors definitely james patterson's one of them um I definitely love, uh, what is his name? The one that does horror, the one that wrote The Shining. I like horror writers and mystery writers. Stephen King, sorry. Stephen King's definitely one of my favorite authors. I have a whole list of them that I just love that write like thrillers and horror because I love that. That's what I like to read personally. Um, and mysteries. That's Those are my go-tos, those two. Horror and mysteries. Me and my mom started a book club and I love reading with her it's just so much fun to try to get to the end of the chapter and see what happens like because the whole point of reading a story is to see if whatever a bad guy's trying to do if they can get away with it and typically they don't end up getting away with it but they try really hard to get away with it and it's fun to see what's going to happen it's like death on the nile like that's kind of what i'm looking for in a book and i think that's exactly what mystery is um I think my love for reading really, I've, I I realized my love for reading when I was doing my master's and I had to do all this reading and research to complete my master's. And I just, I got reintroduced for my love for reading. Not that I didn't have it when I was doing my bachelor's, but I really got reintroduced to it at that time. And it's just amazing, right? It's just so cool. So like, if you're looking for something to do and you don't want to watch TV, pick a book up and read it and see if you like it you might want a book club too you never know next part of our conversation spring cleaning i know we talk about winter cleaning summer cleaning but spring cleaning time to put the boots away time to get rid of the coats time to like layer in the sweaters in your closet and time to get out some things that are not as thick or ready for the cold it's time for us to really consider the fact that spring is here and get motivated and excited about the weather in this new month ahead so I invite you, I encourage you, and I and I really want to inspire the dresses, the shorts, the sandals, the outside fun, the walking, the running, the working out, uh, any opportunity to eat on a deck or be outside doing something outside in an activity. I think spring cleaning sets us up for summer and it gets us ready for the season ahead, and we all need to do that. Weekend getaways are important because... You, Sometimes you just want to take a drive. Like if you're in New England, I'd say take a drive to Long Island, Block Island, maybe even Staten Island. Drive up to New York, you know, maybe get a, a hotel room or hang out with some family and spend some time with people you don't automatically see all the time. That's important. Sometimes weekend getaways can be very crucial and critical to your weekly routine so you don't feel like you're stuck or you're not doing something. So I definitely, definitely say if you can get away every once in a while on a weekend, definitely try that. Even if getting away every once in a while is just getting in a car and going for a drive. You don't have to actually be going somewhere. But getting in the car and going for a drive, that's a big deal. So why not try it? Next part of our conversation. Redecorating your bedroom coincides with spring cleaning. Like if you're going into a a new season and you're tired of looking at the same crap, maybe you should move the bed to a different spot. Maybe you should switch out some of the furniture or move it around. Or maybe you should change the blinds or the curtains or the um, 
the bedding or maybe you should get a new lamp or maybe you should switch out whatever's in your room whatever you have set up that can really make a big difference especially because it's your bedroom so you want it to be themed with things you actually like right now i don't know what the theme in our bedroom is i guess it would be country summer or something like that we've got a quilt on that looks really nice right now and i don't know what the vibe is but it's something I wish I could find that vibe, but it's just a bunch of everything all at once. So we'll see what it leads to, but we'll figure it out. You can do the same thing. It doesn't have to just be one thing. It could be multiple things. Next part of the conversation, the amazing home gym. I think that we all have figured out that The gym is not as cool as we thought it was. Granted, some people love the gym. I'm not one of them. Um, I don't know. I used to go to Workout World like five times a week. And I would really work out and sweat and do everything I was supposed to do. And I took it very seriously. Um, now, since there's been COVID, I haven't been back to the gym since that. And it just... I can't imagine doing it. Like, no. No. It was gross before COVID, and now just even now, I just, I can't, I can't do it. Like, I have a Peloton. At some point, I'm going to get a treadmill. It might be the Peloton treadmill, or it might be something else. I have a bunch of uh, equipment, of yoga mats. I have yoga, uh, the other equipment for yoga and, you know, Think weights and I have a bunch of equipment that I can use to work out with in my home gym and and I don't foresee ever returning back to a gym anywhere unless the gym's in like our condo or something maybe I could see that but like having a gym membership I'm not doing that that is O-U-T out uh, make your own decision but I I I say why do a monthly payment when you could just do some sit-ups and push-ups in the house and you can run outside for free you don't need a gym for that like no pass next part of the conversation what's up with hgtv they've been doing weird crap where they have weird crap on and it's not their normal stuff they have all these made-up shows that feel like whoever the creator is of the shows just was like what can i name a weird tv show that somebody's gonna watch windy city rehab like what are they doing the rehab on in that show like the main person has all these problems going on with her own personal life that are coming out into the show it just feels so fake I don't know. I'm over it. HGTV has to do a better job with their content, and right now they're sucking. The same thing goes for Food Network. They're, they have, like, characters that are getting their own show, and it doesn't make sense, and it all feels like they're pushing too hard, and it's fake, and it just doesn't feel authentic. Now, I like Guy Fieri, but the rest of them, I don't know. Like, Alex Gornishelli, why does she have her own cooking show? She's not that interesting. Like, I like her. She's a good chef, but come on, man. Do a better job. At least with Beat Bobby Flay, like, you have people going on there trying to beat Bobby Flay. These other shows are weird. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. I just feel like it's forced. It, it just feels forced. It feels like you have random people trying to f- do things that they don't normally do, and it, it's not appealing. I don't know. Fix whatever you're doing, HGTV and Food Network. Be better, okay? We want Disney to do more with Marvel, and we want Disney to do more with Star Wars. Like, 
I'm expecting them to do a lot of things and they're not doing any of it. And I, I got to admit, you know, Moon Knight was good, but it wasn't great. Like I was expecting more. Like there were so many disconnections in that show. I want more when I'm watching something Marvel and I did not get that. So next, um, how can you only have streamers versus just TV? The reasons why you need to have streamers and not just TV is because you're going to get bored with the same repeated crap that's on TV. I was just complaining about Food Network and HGTV because that's primarily all I watch on television. So if I'm looking at it, I'm getting irritated if it's not meeting up with what I want. See what I'm saying? Like, so you just can't have TV because they're going to play the same repeated shit. You're going to have to watch Judge whatever his name is. God, why did they let him have that job? Whatever. It's just... And we like watching Jeopardy. We like watching Will of Fortune. But that's not the kind of TV I'm talking about. I'm saying like like the law and order crap that nobody wants to look at. You're, you're going to be forced to watch that for like nighttime television. Like who the hell wants to look at that? Like you have to have streamers. I'm sorry. You got to have Netflix. You got to have Hulu. You got to have Disney Plus. You got to have Amazon Fire. You got to have Shutter. You got to have all these things. All of these streamers have different options that you need to have available to look at. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. And it's the truth, too. It's the truth. Moving on to the next part of our conversation. When you start a show, do you just stop it? If the show's not good, I say, yeah, why keep going? Like, I stopped watching Legacies, and I haven't watched it in, like, a couple weeks. And every time I try to finish it, I'm just like, am I really going to look at the end of this? I've already watched all five seasons of selling sunset selling tampa i already uh am on season two of love is blind that's a netflix like dating series and i've already watched all these other shows and like god i gotta finish lucifer i probably should have finished that first but that's more in depth but you see what i'm saying and i still haven't finished that show (coughs) but kyle that's my hair bro um he under he told me about a bunch of things he didn't finish and so then I don't feel bad, really. It's just, if something's not good, how do you keep looking at it? That's what I'm saying, basically. Like, there was the uh, the country show about um, Yellowstone. And I, I didn't finish looking at all of it. I only watched a little bit of it. And um, I don't regret not watching all of it. It just wasn't that appealing for me. So, skip. I'm not interested. Once we get to a certain part of the show and it's just the same shit and it's not changing or evaporating then i'm just done with it i don't know i don't know how people keep watching things that they don't like like i'm trying to finish this season of better call style but it's just all over right now and i just i don't know i had the conversation with my mom and she felt the same way but we'll see what happens it's the final season so i gotta watch it though so it's not one of those things where you could think about it you gotta look at it next part of our conversation sonic For all the commercials I see on Sonic, there's only one near me and I have to drive really far to get to it. So as much as I like Sonic, unless I move out that way, I'm not going to be having it like that because there isn't one near where I live. So it's like, why? It's kind of aggravating. Chick-fil-A. Nobody really talks about Chick-fil-A that much, but they have amazing chicken there. Like, why aren't we talking about those nuggets, those chicken sandwiches, the breakfast chicken sandwich? Like... I know people want to act like Chick-fil-A isn't good, but it really is good. So I don't understand what the hesitation is on Chick-fil-A. 
Real burgers aren't cheap. Real burgers aren't cheap. If we're talking about Fleming's that you're spending like $17, $18 on a burger, those are the best burgers in the world, Fleming's. Or you can make them at home and they taste pretty good when you make them at home too. But we're talking about like the best burgers that you're going out to eat. It's at Fleming's. Second up, you know, Five Guys. Uh, Five Guys is pretty good. Um, what's the other burger place? Plan B is local to our area. They've got good burgers. Uh, Shake Shack has amazing burgers. Uh, there's a bunch of other great burger places too. But those are the only ones I can think of at this moment because I'm having memory loss, like always. Oh, my God. Sad. Um, but we're not comparing that to, like, McDonald's or Burger King or Wendy's or any of that crappy food. I'm not saying that McDonald's isn't good because it's always available and I do like the french fries there. But I'm saying if we're talking about burger burgers, you want your burger to at least cost, like, 10 bucks, Like, right? Like, it should cost at least $10. I'm I'm just saying it should right. Like the idea that you're okay with eating a burger that costs a dollar fifty to make, then you're eating a burger that costs a dollar fifty to make. And look at the people that are working at those establishments. Like it's supposed to be fast food, and now when you go to order it, you gotta wait longer to get it. Nah, man, pass. I'll I'll go to Fleming's any day over the other ones, even Five Guys. And granted, it's thirty dollars for two burgers and some fries. Like that's the cost of this stuff. It's not cheap, man. And I know you're probably like, well, blah, blah, blah. But but seriously, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's also Wayback Burger. They have amazing burgers, too. And Chili's has sort of good burgers. Not my favorite place for burgers, but they're decent. Five Guys burgers are really good. Um, outside of what I just said, the burgers aren't that great. Like, you got to be really careful. You don't want to be... The burgers should be expensive for them to be good. I'm just going to say it. Chili's. I really do like Chili's. That's me and mom's favorite restaurant. We have picked out our favorite Chili's. Uh, we've gone there with church family and we've gone there together. That's typically the place that we would go to eat and have an occasional lunch or brunch together after church. That's one of our spots that we go to. Uh you know, before COVID, we used to do that every week and we would go with church family. And it was just such an opportunity for us to support the community of uh, where church is located. And it's just so cool. Um, and we've gone outside of just being involved in church, too. Just me and mom, <coughs> just me and mom together. And it's just so amazing. The staff gets to know you. You become a regular. It just becomes so easy they typically get to know what you like to eat like what your favorite things are uh the managers come out and say hi and it's just so cool and i've talked about this being a regular how important being a regular is that's what we are at chili's and we really like it and they the food is really good and it's at a decent price um and no complaints we had such an array of good things the other day definitely excited definitely can't wait to get back there again and definitely can't wait to spend some more time with mom for sure um Homemade strawberry lemonade. So if you're going to make homemade strawberry lemonade, I'd say get some instructions first. That's definitely important. Also, I'd say get some fresh strawberries because I think you're going to have to cut the strawberries, put them in a blender with the lemonade and mix it together to really get that texture and taste of the strawberry lemonade. If you're going to do raspberry lemonade, I'd say do the same thing because you want it to have that texture and flavor from the raspberries or the strawberries. I think... 
you might want to go on Pinterest and look up a recipe first before you do it, or you can just nose dive into it and just follow what I just said and try that. I think this weekend I'm going to attempt to make some homemade strawberry lemonade and I'll get back to you next week and tell you if it's good or not. We're going to see and we're going to try. Skip's probably going to be like, you don't need to get strawberries. You can just get the stuff and pour it in and mix it. He's like always looking for an easier way to do stuff and I'm always definitely looking for a more complicated way to do things. So we'll see what happens. Next part of our conversation, grilling chicken and veggies too. You could really grill anything. You could use the broiling setting in the oven, or you could just put things on the grill in the oven if you want to do that. Or you can get one of the toaster ovens that's got the grill settings like I have, and you can grill things in a toaster oven like you could air fry it. Um, there's so much you can do with grilling, or you can get a grill and go out on your deck wherever you are, if you're at a house or a condo or an apartment, wherever, and you could really enjoy that too. There's just so much you can do and so much fun you can have. And I definitely say, why not try it, right? Why not? Grilling should be fun and it should be easy. And using it for those reasons I just said makes everything uh, better. You have a family come over, get the grill out and get everybody talking and playing a game. Like get cornhole in the backyard or get something good on a telly and everybody can go sit on the deck and just talk about how life's going and what's happening in everybody's daily every day. Any opportunity for us to be around each other and spend time with us is really an opportunity for us to learn, grow, and aspire to be better. Like, we've been in the house for two fucking years with COVID. I mean, some of us haven't. Because some of us have just been like, I don't care. I'm going to put a mask on. We'll see what happens, though. So each is their own. Anyways, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in, as always, to Born to be a Star. Don't forget you're a star wherever you are. And guess what? I'll see you right back here, same place, same time, on Monday of next week. And I'm super excited about an opportunity that I have been granted with that I just can't wait to be a part of. And I love doing our podcast, Born to be a Star, and I'm excited for whatever's next. Yay. So, I will speak to you guys later. Bye. Have a good weekend.